welcome to Multifamily Mondays with me, Pam. So today I want to talk about how to structure your first multifamily deal. By the way, did you listen to my last episode on goal setting and planning for success? If you haven't yet, don't forget to check it out because success is all about planning and executing. No one wakes up one day as a successful investor. Every single successful investor worked very, very hard to get to where they are at, and that takes planning. Which leads me to my topic for today how to structure your first multifamily deal. And guess what? It's going to require planning and being meticulous in your actions as well. So here are my top three tips for structuring your first deal. Now, please remember that you should always consult your attorney as they will help educate you on the SEC regulations, which are beyond the scope of today's episode, and basically keep you in line with all the legalities. So tip number one, consider opening up an LLC. Again, here's where you need to consult with an attorney. It's time to start operating like a business. And if you plan to be a syndicator working with other people's money, having an LLC provides asset protection along with being one of the more simpler ways of operating a business. So LLCs come with one of the most important documents, which is called the operating agreement. This important document describes all the do's and don'ts and the cans and cannots of the entity involving yourself as a syndicator and the investors involved. I cannot stress enough the importance of trying to account for different situations you can think of so that there isn't a gray zone when unexpected situations happen. For example, what happens in the event of a death or divorce of one of your investors? Something to think about. So what did I do? I opened my first LLC using LegalZoom. Would I do that again? Probably not, and here's why. LegalZoom provides general templates to use. It's also fairly cheap. And perhaps that may be what you need for some of your most simplest transactions. But I personally feel more comfortable having an attorney draft up my documents because it's more catered to my situation. You'll learn that each property has its own story and each transaction has its own set of circumstances from the number of investors involved all the way to the way the LLC should be structured to best suit the situation. So weigh your pros and cons carefully and only you can choose the best route for yourself. Oh, and another common question I get asked is if one should open up a new LLC each time they buy a property. I generally set up a new LLC for each deal since I don't want to intermingle the properties. But again, it's up to you. Um, Some of the common terms I've heard, uh, they're called like series LLCs or parallel LLCs. Again, check with your attorney on this. Tip number two. Since you're starting off, you're probably most likely going to be borrowing from your inner circle of friends and family. This is probably the most simplest approach to closing your first deal. Your friends and family are more than willing to work with you on the borrowing terms as they have known you for quite a while. So in a nutshell, you'll utilize promissory notes with your circle of friends and family. My biggest tip here is to treat your family and friends' money as if you would with any investor you partner with. Because remember, that you are a steward of their capital and you should be operating with integrity. Dot your I's and cross your T's here. Have you heard of the term CYA? It stands for cover your A, and I won't say the rest. All right, tip number three, my last tip here, and this is a generalization. Um, A lot of folks have asked me lately what percentage they should offer their investors. The beautiful thing about syndications is that the world is your oyster, so to speak. You can be very creative in your structuring, and there's no one right way to do it. I've seen an average range from 8 to 12% offered to investors. So I want to share my first deal just to give you an idea as you start planning and structuring your future deals. 
Um, I'll share how I did it. My first deal in San Diego involved four partners. Three of them were my engineering colleagues, and the fourth person was myself. I structured the deal such that I paid them a 10% interest and with a cherry on top where whenever I sold the property or refinanced it, they would get a piece of the pie. Kept it very simple with them, and they were pretty happy. Now, it's important you understand the different approaches to structuring your deal because it helps you get a bigger picture. Most importantly, you need to be able to explain your deal and your structuring to a potential investor, right? So if you can't explain it to yourself or to them, how can they entrust you with their money? Now, don't let this scare you from taking that first step. Remember that we all have stumbled along the way and we all have to start somewhere. You don't need to know everything up front. You will always be learning as you go. Just make sure you arm yourself with as much education as possible to be comfortable to move to the next step. Again, let me close this by sharing that anytime you take investments from anyone, you are essentially selling securities. And it is very, very, very important you abide by the state and federal regulations throughout the process. I highly recommend you consult with an attorney who is well-versed in syndications. And if you don't know where to start, check out my website at www.letsgocreatewealth.com under the Advisors tab to find an expert for your situation. And while there, feel free to check out my article on what syndications are. It's a deeper dive into the structuring and will help answer some of the questions that you might have on what a general partner is or what a sponsor is. I'll put the link in the description so that way you can go check out the article. I hope this helps get you a better understanding of how to structure your first deal. Don't hesitate to reach out if you have any additional questions. I'd like to end here with a motivational quote by Andy Warhol. It doesn't matter how slowly you go, as long as you do not stop. So my friends, my time is up today, and I look forward to connecting with you again every other Monday. I hope you found this episode helpful and would love to know what you think. Leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. You can always buy us a virtual cup of coffee. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye.